You're listening to the Tennis.com Podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hey everyone, welcome to the Tennis.com Podcast. I'm Ed McGrogan talking with Pete Bodo. He's down at the Sony Ericsson Open in Miami. We got a hold of him after the Marty Fish Juan Martin Del Potro match. Uh, Pete, you were just there. You're going to write about that in just a bit, but just give me your quick post uh, reaction. Fish one in two sets. Yeah, I thought this was a terrific match. It was one of those just 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 a really good crisp match. The guys, you know, fought over the first set real well. You know, they went on serve all the way up to four all. There were a couple of really long games there. You know, Fish managed to pull the set out, and in the second set, same thing. They broke each other early, and they were back on serve at three all. And they went all the way to tiebreaker. Uh, I guess the the biggest caveat you'd have uh, to this being a really good match is is that Del Potro in a tiebreaker went right down right off the bat. Never never led. You know, he was down what four love five love. I guess to start. Things Five off. Love. And, yep. Yep. And that gave, you know, that gave Marty enough of a cushion because, you know, Marty can be shaky closing out matches. That was another big thing here. You know, if you figured if he if he got close and if Delpo could really push him, he may have trouble because he's he's got a history of that. But he he came through. This is his first quarterfinal in Miami, his fourth quarterfinal in a Masters series event. And, you know, every other time he's been to the quarters in a Masters, he's made the final. So that's yeah, good Indian Wells was a big one a couple of years ago. He did Cincinnati last year, Federer both times. Um, and so he's in the quarters, and the next couple players that could make their way into the quarters, if you look down the down the way at the stadium schedule today, it's really packed because of the rain yesterday. Dolgopolov and Song are going to finish their match right now, and then the winner is going to get Nadal. Um, so the winner gets to face Nadal and gets to come back and play two matches in one day. What do you what do you think about that for uh, <laughs> rude introduction? Talk about a bad day at the office, basically. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, these guys, you know, it's, it's kind of not fair. I mean, these guys are second match on after 11. That means they've got to be ready to go at 11 because if Marty Fish pulls up lame or something or Del, Delpo has stomach troubles and has to pull out, then they're on. So basically, these guys, you've got to believe these guys have been up since 7, 38 o'clock in the morning. They've warmed up. They got out here. They have to be standing by ready to play as of 11 o'clock, really, realistically. So now, you know, now they got to sit through a long match, you know, because uh, the fish Del- Delpo match was long, even though it was only two-setter. Um, and go out and play at the, in the heat of the day. It probably doesn't get much hotter. It's 10 to 2. And then they got to cool their jets for, I guess, two matches to, you know uh, – uh, or three matches. Until, three matches, yep. Yeah, until until the winner plays, goes on to play Nadal. That's going to be a long day. Somebody's going to sleep well tonight. Yes, exactly, yeah. Uh, let's get one women's match to talk about the big one before I let you go here. It's Ivanovic and Kleisters. That was supposed to be the night match uh, yesterday, but that didn't happen at all. Um, Kleisters, we talked about before, coming off of Indian Wells, we didn't really know where she where she was kind of at physically, mentally, in a way. And Ivanovic has done a nice job kind of securing herself back into the top 20, I guess. I, I think it remains to be seen if she yeah, goes a lot, yeah, a lot higher. But just give me your quick take on that match, which is a couple hours down the road from now. You know, I, I, think, this is a, I think this is a great matchup for Kleisters. You know, Kleisters, I think, you know, likes to lean on girls, likes to push them, likes to hit, likes to knock them around a court and stuff. And I think that's really well set up for Ivanovic. Ivanovic is really, you know, she, she's, she's, you know, not a really a great player or person even though she's she's precision is more her game precision you know good hands getting around the court pretty quickly and consistency so you know Ivanovic is going to be a good test I think for Ivanovic in terms of you know is she really ready to challenge again for these you know maybe the top 10 is the next step she's 19 now you know maybe she gets top 10 and then who knows maybe but you know if she plays well look she gets an upset here 
and especially if she goes on and, and goes real deep in this tournament, you know, then the whole, you know, everything changes a little bit for the clay court season. Maybe she finds her game again and, and she could be contending for title, you know, again at, at the French Open at Wimbledon. That's a, obviously a best case scenario and a fairly rosy, frankly. But, you know, look, this is a good baseline. This is a good test for Ivanovic. For Kleisters, it's one of those deals where you think, man, you know, it's hard to imagine how she can lose this unless Ivanovic steps up and plays real well. It's a packed day, and uh, Pete, thanks for your words, and I'll let you uh, hit the grindstone just like everybody else today. So thanks again, right. and we'll talk right. later We'll talk later in the week. Uh, from Miami, I'm Ed McGrogan with Peter Bodo. Thanks for listening. Sounds good. See you all. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com. 